Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The website at allamericangold.com, and of course the physical delivery of wealth insurance. Yep, gold and silver. Uh, the only thing. Think about this. It's amazing. The only thing that's been money for thousands of years. Think about it. We're getting ready to say goodbye to fiat money. Man, if you missed yesterday's show, you need to go podcast it. Matter of fact, all you podcasters out there, how you doing? Uh, spread that out there. This big, big, big information out yesterday and this is how it happens uh people aren't focused on it right they're talking thinking about but you see gas prices up another 20 cents here in the valley uh 540 is kind of the, the the going rate anything below that's kind of a bargain uh and it's only going higher jp morgan was out yesterday uh, we talked about Lael Brannard. She was out again today. Remember, she's next. She's going to be the one. Uh, I'm, I'm really confident she's going to be the one that leads us into the digital currencies. Uh, she, she had made comments last week. Remember, we shared. Matter of fact, I, they were so important. I shared it on Friday and then again on Tuesday because Monday was the holiday. And, and she essentially told everybody. Now, You've got to listen to this show to know it because the mainstream media won't say it. But she told all of you, we're coming for your money. And I'm not talking about just the cash under the mattress. See, because uh, it really is interesting. Because when they talked about what can survive with the Federal Reserve's digital currency, FedCoin, our money wasn't part of that discussion. Nope. The the banking money wasn't. That, see, that's different than your money. See, most people don't know that. Oh, okay, well, the money in my bank, that's what they're talking about. No, 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 no. They were talking about bank derivatives and all that other stuff. That wasn't our money. Your savings, your 401Ks are going to get blown apart anyway. But the rest of that money is definitely going away uh, then J.P. Morgan, Jamie Dimon yesterday. Uh, you know, think about how fast the narrative changed. Last week, remember last week, Wall Street rallied. Of course, I tell, I tell you know, dead cat bounces, what have you. He talked about, oh, I see clouds on the horizon. Yesterday, those clouds t- turned into a full-blown hurricane and and Jason Lael Branyard was out again today. We're going to talk about that. We got jobs numbers out. We had car sales. Boy, you thought housing sales were bad. Car sales, just an absolute mess. Uh, more and more indicators about an economy that is slowing. Uh, the Federal Reserve's favorite GDP tracker, second quarter GDP, took a big haircut yesterday. Uh, right now, the Atlanta tracker, which is kind of the... The, the one everyone looks at, they're saying second quarter growth 
all the way down now to just over 1%. Remember, first quarter, Jason, we had a negative number. I think we're going to avoid the technical term for recession, uh, but, but all signs are pointing to we are going to be entering a, a recession slash depression period very, very soon. Yeah, we'll have to see how that number comes in. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a negative number, Joe. I mean, there's just a lot of. Uh, it could be. I, I think it's going to be just. Po- you know, I think they're going to get over it. And I think they're going to be slightly positive. It'll probably be zero. So again, then. that means before <laughs> you can technically have a recession, because remember the technical answer for recession: two straight quarters, two consecutive quarters of negative growth. And obviously, we won't get fourth quarter GDP until 2023. So I think from a technical standpoint, they won't admit recession until 2023. The problem is we'll have already been in it. It's just a matter of the data catching up to it. And, of course, it's going to be a whole lot more than a recession. What would a zero be? How would that count? Ooh. Tie goes to the runner. That's a, I mean, it's not negative. So if it was zero, again, I think from a technical standpoint, they could escape it. Uh, but put it this way. Uh, we are negative 1.5% GDP first quarter. I don't think it's going to be above that number. It's going to be something less than that, which just tells you, right, where, where things are really headed. Uh, but we've got a lot of, a lot of things again to talk about from what we knew yesterday, remember uh, yesterday Wall Street on Parade shared with us the banks and the credit unions. And it was very interesting. It was the 25th of May that they sent a letter. The very next day, Branyard was out talking about how FedCoin is going to work uh, and so I think the banks, Jason, and the credit unions finally realized what we've been telling all of our listeners. Your days are numbered. Yeah, Joe, I, well, I'll have to, <clears throat> we'll have to see because I, uh, I was looking at that, that Brainerd thing. Uh, you know, hey, it's, it's almost like she has to announce. She doesn't see that uh, uh, any kind of stopping of the rate hikes. Which means yeah, that's today. So she's out again today. Which means somebody's uh, asking her, right? Somebody's asking her, hey, could you stop doing this? But for her to say that means there's a lot of people must be saying, would you stop doing that? That's, that's Why would you have the statement, right? Well, and I think this is the problem. Uh, Patriot Radio News Hour, by the way, we got a gold rally. A high, you know, yesterday I told you, two days ago I told you, hey, we got a higher low. Today we got higher highs. Patriot Radio News Hour, we'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason here, gold's up almost 25 bucks here, 1867, uh, silver's up, uh, 40 plus cents here, 2232, uh, the, the Dow has been, uh, pretty flat and, and probably lucky, uh, to be even at that level. Uh, but we've got a lot of economic data to talk about. And, again, this is the thing. So think about the rally that the Dow had. Uh, and, of course, it was the S&P had got to that 20% down, which is, you know, bear market territory. So they rallied off of that. That very typical behavior. 
Uh, it's going to be very short-lived. Uh, they, there was, they, they, they had a, a lull in economic data. And then, of course, uh, rumors about the Fed pausing. That was kind of uh, the big catalyst. Uh, this morning, Jason, Lael Branyard basically poured cold water all, all, all over it, saying, yeah, there's I do, very hard to see a... Uh, cause for a pause. As she, so she was rhyming at least today. Yes, that right now it's hard to see a cause for a pause in rate hikes, Jason. Yeah, that's, uh, um, you know, well, I can't wait to see what happens in June when they raise the rates uh, here in a couple of weeks and then see what happens after, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, well, we're getting another 50 basis points. So that'll put the Fed funds rate at, at one and a quarter. I, I, I'm all but guaranteeing another 50 basis points in July, uh, and that may actually depend. It's six weeks, so it could be late July, early August. Uh, but 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 what they're ta- they're not talking about those. So I think those are already in. It's what comes after that. So people are thinking, hey, will they wait in September? There's going to be no waiting. People don't get it. You're not listening. Listen, maybe I just need to be more positive. But here's the reality. I'm just telling you what's going to happen. I mean, just so you know, J.P. Morgan, Jamie Dimon yesterday, again, if you missed yesterday's show, please listen to it. Really important information. He's talking about crude oil at $175 a barrel. This morning, driving in, gas prices jumped again. So, if your station, if that hasn't, if your station hasn't jumped yet, I promise you by tomorrow it will have. So, we're talking about gas here at five forty. Just so you know, that was based on crude oil of about one hundred fifteen dollars. He's talking at one seventy five. They they're saying that by the end of June. Jason, they expect uh, NYMEX crude to be a hundred and thirty-six dollars. I don't think people really get it. We're not listen. Gas at six is a certainty. The question, my only question, is: Do we get to eight? We're going to be somewhere between six and eight. That's Arizona. Do you think these guys? Let me ask you this. Because, because again, this is why there's no pause in rate hikes. This is where I'm going, okay? This is why gold's going to the moon. This is why the dollar is coming to an end and all fiat money is coming to an end. This is why the correction on Wall Street is just starting. And, and believe me, every textbook ever written, ever, has warned about exactly what this central bank has done. Printing trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars out of thin air. Matter of fact, they got so good at it, they got our elected officials to spend trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions above our means on top of it all. It lasted 50 years. Congratulations. Way to go. And they're going to take us all back to where we were 50 years ago financially. That's what's coming. Well, Joe, and I, I 
think this next rate hike this month is actually, uh, I think this is the one that are, they're probably worried about the most because uh, the first two, of course, that you would go from zero to, to somewhere is, is, is big. This one here is essentially going to double where the rate is currently. So the, it could be really painful. I, I, this is just me. I think they think they get past this one, they can maybe fake their way through the next few because percentage-wise it won't be such a, a rise in the rates. But this one here, this is still almost doubling the rates. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, and, and, again, let me, let, me, let me just say this. Do you think these companies, these, these uh, retail gas companies, you think they're just bored? You think that maybe they're just, ah, how can we spend some money? Hey, I know. Let's make sure our gas pumps can go to 10. Let's make sure we spend the money to have gas gas be able to go to $10 plus a gallon uh, because they think it's really not going to happen. And this is really the, the issue. This is this is the problem. Food prices, I've already told you. Wait till the end of summer. Wait till you see what happens. There's no food in storage. And, and we're going, you know, people don't forget about the Arab Spring. We're going to have the Arab Spring plus tax all over the world, Jason. Yeah, actually, I, I agree with that. The, foods, the food shortages uh, is... Something that's going to become more and more real, and it's—I'll uh, say this, Joe—we do have the Ukraine war going on, but the COVID stuff is kind of settled. People are kind of already used to the Ukraine war up and running, and the, the the news cycle doesn't have that big major emergency going on. But everywhere I'm looking, when I'm looking up information and uh, listening to the guys talk about what's going on, it's all about red lights and emergencies. Maybe the highest I've ever seen, Joe. Everybody—I don't see hardly anybody say, "Well, I think it'll be all right." Usually, there's some guy out there saying that. Right now, it's it's hard to find the guy that says, "Ah, it's gonna it's gonna be all right, Joe." It's not, have you seen anybody lately saying that? Well, the, the, and the reason is simple because they already know this was all built. This it's all a big house of cards, and and here's the problem. And and I've told you exactly what's going to happen. They are going to raise rates until we're in the Great Double Depression, and. And here's the realities of it all. The fact that I believe that the, you know what would be the best scenario? Best scenario is second quarter GDP was negative. So they could say the recession's already started. We're not going to get that. So by the time they admit we're in recession, it's 2023. Branyard's already said, well, I don't see a reason, you know, a way for a pause. So they're going to be, who knows, three and a half, Fed funds rate four before they, oh, holy smokes. And by that time, Jason, it's going to be way too late. And I have a feeling even when it starts to crash pretty hard, they're still going to keep the rates going for a while. I don't think they can really just we reverse gotta remember, immediately. It takes time. How about 80? So we're going to get government jobs tomorrow. We got ADP today. And and because normally we, we'd get that yesterday, but Monday was the holiday. Uh, we had jobless claims. Jobless claims are still above 200,000. Uh, but Monday was a holiday, so that number's, I got a bad feeling next Thursday's jobless claim number going to be the highest we've seen in a while. It's still being, you know, and still 200,000 still a low number. But ADP said that job creation in May 
was only 128,000, which is the lowest number since they started a lot, you know, since they reopened. But here's the thing. They went back to April. And they, they took April, I mean, they, they, they took that number, almost cut it in half. I mean, uh, it was a 50% reduction. It said only 200,000 jobs in April, 128,000 jobs in May. Jason, almost all of the job losses. And this is another thing we've been telling you. 278,000 less jobs this year in small business. Small businesses are getting obliterated, Jason. Yeah, so if they cut this number next month, it'll be maybe below 100,000 jobs. And then, uh, of course, we, you just reported, Joe, uh, I think it was late last week. Uh, no, I, I, I get lost in all the, the days we do shows. You know, Walmart said they overhired. I guess they won't be Walmart hired anymore. Walmart overhired. Amazon overhired. Uh, the jobs posting. Now, you, you know, we got an April number yesterday, but there's a company that tracks real-time job postings. And they said job postings in May fell 22%. These are unprecedented, but it takes time. This is the problem. By the time we get a a negative jobs number, it's going to be the fall, right? It's going to be maybe August, September, right? But but but, but then hey, we're going to get some holiday hiring. And so maybe job creation, it's low, it's not very good. And like I said, all the ingredients are there. And, and remember what we said, this is a different type of recession depression. Because all the others really were prices fell. Because that's what's supposed to happen. As the economy slows, demand slows, prices get cheaper. Because we got too much stuff. Remember, all the retailers are like, man, we got way too much stuff. The problem is that we need demand destruction on a scale that, quite honestly, Jason, we've never seen before. This is how bad and the supply chain has completely broken. You can thank all the globalists. This was all, all as they did is, is shot us all. They didn't shoot us all in the foot. This isn't a foot injury. For a lot of people, this is going to be fatal, Jason. This is going to be fatal. They're going to be wiped out. Yeah, things are, things are really uh, broken. And not working, and and, and uh, with coronavirus, you know, to me, Joe, I think the whole thing was staged. This whole thing was uh, moving us towards this great reset. But kind of as one example, that you know, kind of a, what people falsely believe. Uh, back in 2020, coronavirus came in, and we shut everything down, and so suddenly there was no toilet paper on the shelves. And the common the common belief is, well, there's a bunch of guys hoarding it, or you know, everybody just you know got spooked. And well, what really happened was it was a supply line issue. The toilet paper that goes to businesses, okay, just, they didn't go anywhere. Nobody was buying it because nobody was going to work. Nobody was using it. And the average person probably uses the restroom a couple of times during the day when they're at work. And so the reason that it disappeared off the shelves is because everyone's at home using it. And the stuff that goes to the grocery stores and the Walmarts, that's different than the stuff they ship to the businesses. So everyone's thinking there's a bunch of hoarders out there, and it's just a coronavirus thing, and they, well, coronavirus, coronavirus, coronavirus. Well, no, it, you shut down the entire world economy, 
and the type of toilet paper that people were using at work suddenly is not being used. And these things, let's just like you said, Joe, they get broken and they take a long time to fix. It's not like they just instantly fix it. And as they're trying to fix it, Joe, they just make it worse by by making things, making decisions that just make it harder. And uh, you know the oil prices, Joe, man, that is just you, you beat. We by, beat by that the drum. way, we just got uh, crude oil inventories. Uh, crude oil higher now. It was not good. Down another five million barrels. Uh, by the way, OPEC had their meeting, so we we've heard these rumors about Saudi's going to pump this oil. Uh, they 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 were supposed to raise production by four hundred and twenty three thousand barrels a day. They did go more than that. They went uh, over six hundred thousand barrels a day, uh, and then the market saw right through it. Here's the problem: Saudi has some. Some spare capacity, maybe. Got to remember, there's a, everyone's pumping what they can. For Saudi Arabia to pump more, they need more people that actually know how to work in oil fields. That's a huge problem. But besides that, Libya, Iraq, Nigeria, right, all these other OPEC members, Jason, they're having a hard time pumping the amount they're supposed to pump already, and now U.S. inventories come out, and and the same old story, uh, stockpiles keep going down, which you know what that means. Prices got to keep going up, not enough demand destruction. Inflation, it's worse than what they tell you. 800-951-0592, gold's up 23, 1867. Uh, silver is up uh, about 40 cents right now, 22.30, 22.30 on silver. Uh, the Dow is negative. The S&P uh, and the NASDAQ are, are positive, uh, at least for right now. Uh, I, I just want a, a couple of things. Tomorrow, tomorrow, we're going to have a silver spectacular Sale for those of you looking for silver. Tomorrow's going to be your day. Uh, we're going to be the cheapest in the country. I won't say any more than that. Uh, today it's all about gold in the U.S. Mint. Uh, yesterday, after we got off the air, Jason, they released some absolutely staggering numbers when it comes to what is going on in the physical gold markets. Obviously, this has nothing to do uh, with the fake paper price. Uh, but but according to the U.S. Mint, listen to this. Sales of mint sales of gold shot up 67% from March to April. So think about it. So March was a good month. April up 67%. And, of course, when I remember what happened in April, Right? Gold came under pressure. Everybody swooping in to buy it. The U.S. Mint said for the year, gold demand is up 617%. I thought that was a typo. I'm like, okay, that can't be right. So I went and looked. Nope, no typo. They also said that if you factor out COVID-19 disruptions and say, let's go back to 2015 to 2019. 
Gold demand is up 400% from those levels, Jason. They said that this may be worse than the Great Recession and that they expect gold demand uh, to shatter pretty much the records going back to that time because that was the previous records. And this is what they do, Joe. They, uh, you know, when, when we're getting ready for some real economic chaos, and there's going to be some real economic chaos, it's just going to kind of snowball and get worse down the hill. They always put this this pressure on the little guys, you know, the the, the individual owners or, or whatever, to sell, sell, sell. Hey, hey, economic inflation and everything's going bad, and your business is crashing, and all this other stuff, and uh, and the average guy is the pressure's out. There's a man, and, and gold's just sitting there, and everything else is more expensive. I, I should just get out of this and do something else with my money. And then, then what happens, Joe? Then it just explodes. And so I, I keep telling on the on the afternoon show and on this one, this is a great, great time to buy. When when it looks like it's not a good time to buy, it's always the best time to buy. Because, Joe, when it goes, we may not see gold below 2000 ever again when it goes. Yeah, and, I, and I'm just going to say this right now. Uh, $20 gold, and it goes with the market today. Uh, they're $21.95. I'm going to do them. At twenty one seventy five, put the more gold away. Just just think about uh, Jamie Dimon and saying, "Listen, a hurricane is coming." He talked about, "Listen, J.P. Morgan said, hey, we're only going to loan.' Now he didn't say it this way, but this is what he said." We're only going to loan money to people that don't need it. That's how bad we think it's going to be. We don't actually don't think. We want to actually loan money out because we don't believe the asset that they're going to try to borrow against is going to have that value next year, the year after, the year after that, Jason. Yeah, they wouldn't loan it to big, huge billionaires and corporations that can make those payments and scoop up all the assets they can uh, through debt. You know, hey, uh, Trump wants to go buy a, uh, a city somewhere in the southwest. Uh, well, well, we'll loan him a bunch of money so he can do it uh, free of charge, and he's going to make his payments. We'll loan it to him. He doesn't need it. But, hey, uh, if somebody's really trying to get into a house under these uh, extreme circumstances, yeah, I don't know if you qualify. Well, uh, we'll pass. Right, Joe? Yeah, and and all just uh, this is another sign. Look at the signs. You don't see demand like that in, in, in the physical markets. That That's a warning. This is this – is, Big money saying, that's it, we're done here, let's go to where the real safety is. Uh, and, and and again, think about what, what, what Brannard has been saying last week. Think about the note, the, the note, the letter sent to Congress by all the credit unions and banks about the digital, about the digital currency. Jamie Dimon essentially saying, hey, you know those clouds I was talking about? Yeah, it turns out it's a freaking hurricane. And then today, Branyard out again saying, man, we can't pause. It's just inflation is going to be so significant. And like I said, they're going to stop fighting inflation, believe me. The problem will be... The Fed should be talking about pausing now. They should have been raising rates all of last year into this year. They didn't do it. 
this is going to be, like I said, this is the double Great Depression. Because why is it double? Why are we saying double? Because here's what they're not going to be able to do. Print money. See, all the other ones, they were very similar. Right up, things are slowing down. Gas prices are going back uh, to two dollars. Right, uh, lumber prices fell. Homes are uh, home prices are starting to fall. Right, automobiles are starting to fall. All of the, none of that is happening. Matter of fact, everything continues to still go higher. And this is kind of what we're saying is why it's a double one. Why we're, we're going to see a very, very long stretch after the crash is over. We go to the digital currency. Uh, the fact that inflation is going to be so high, Jason, it's going to be this. The, the, the you know, we're, I'm hoping that, that it's a decade. It could be two decades before we really recover from what they've done. That's, that's correct, Joe. And, and, uh, you know, even if, I'll do this with the market. I've been saying about housing. Even if the markets, let's just say you got the Dow at just under 33,000, even if the Dow just goes down to 28,000 or 26,000 in the midst of 20% or higher inflation, I said, once again, that's a massive crash of markets. When you have inflation, that means the price of everything goes up. You know, I just saw a story, Joe. Uh, you remember uh, the guy from the, uh, the, big, uh, the big short, Michael Burry? Uh, that guy thinks Apple is going to go bankrupt during this thing. Can you imagine that? Wow. No. Wow. That, that's something my brain can't even get around that. I'm going to tell you what, Apple may or may not, but a lot of companies are. And especially if you're thinking Apple may. <laughs> 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two golds at the highs of the day, up twenty five here eighteen sixty eight. Uh, as uh, the U.S. Mint said, it's incredible. Gold Eagle demand this year alone up over six hundred percent. Take out the COVID years, uh, Gold Eagle uh, demand, Gold demand up four hundred percent. Uh, and, and, and I think it's just getting started. Uh, $20 gold, twenty-one seventy-five. You know why we like the old gold. It's the most private way to own it, buy it, sell it, trade it. Remember, a lot of talk about the need to back these Fed currencies, these Fed digital currencies with tangible assets. Uh, and, and again, if that means the United States uh, has to do some gold backing, I wouldn't be shocked at all if they come and get all the bullion, Jason. That's why you want the pre-33. It's considered a collectible. Go back to 1933. The only gold you could keep was collectibles. And boy, it just sure seems like the government uh, seems to like confiscating our stuff don't they that seems to be the i i think if there's a trend uh in the in this decade it's government confiscation yeah if the u.s mint has any uh one ounce gold pieces for sale it's uh, 2280 bucks i mean if you want to go that direction right joe <laughs> 2280 which i have a feeling that's going to go up even higher from what you're reporting so uh, i think our, our little gold special here is a uh, much a much better buy joe let me let me just tell you i'm going to give you Jamie Dimon one more time. 
This is yesterday. That hurricane, it's right out there. Down the road, coming our way. We just don't know if it's a minor one or Superstorm Sandy. And here's my problem with that. I think he knows. Because guess how he finishes that sentence? You have to brace yourself. So what do you think it is? Right? Jamie Dimon doesn't say that if he thinks it's just going to be one of these minor little uh, situations. Uh, and this is absolutely imperative. Uh, let me give you an example. Want to see? Uh, this is what I'm going to talk about. Michigan. Okay. Uh, the, these are farmers in Michigan. Take an average uh, 2,500-acre corn and soybean farm. Okay. So I've got 2,500 acres. You got corn. You got soybeans working. The fertilizer bill. A year ago. When fertilizer, listen, a year ago, fertilizer prices were already rising. was 250000 Today, $425,000. That's a $175,000 increase, Jason, just on fertilizer. Plus the fact he's got to get diesel in all of his equipment. The price of diesel's doubled on top of that. Yeah, for, I think fertilizer, Joe, is going to be uh, um, a major story finishing off this year and into next year as, as far as the, the food prices. I, I saw uh, a dozen eggs at uh, $12 coming in our future. Uh, egg Wow. I mean, and I don't, you know, my wife does a lot of the shopping for us, but, man, when I was in the store, uh, it was like a week and a half ago. Wow, our egg price. What? I mean, that used to be like the cheapest thing. Right, eggs were always cheap, Inc- incredibly expensive. Uh, by the way, crude oil at the highs of the day. Get ready, eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. This is how bad it is. They're saying that Wall Streeters' demand for Hampton Rentals has been hit with a, a, an abrupt chill. Right, and, and, and I'm thinking, what? Right, the the the, the Hamptons, right? That's the you know the, the the rich people. They they rent the the summer cottage, right? A cottage bigger than most people's houses, right? To go and and uh, rest and relax in the Hamptons for the summer. They're saying that uh, prices are being reduced by as much as forty percent, Jason, in the Hamptons. Whoa! Yeah, <laughs> well, I. I mean, I, I can't believe we're still, we still have 10 more minutes of this show. I mean, I, how much more? Let me, let me give you an example of what we're talking about. Because I don't think people understand what we're talking about. One beachfront mansion. Yeah, you know, I said cottage. These yeah. are mansions. Yeah. They were asking $70,000 a month. No takers right now. Uh, the best offer they've got is for 45000 a month. This is kind of what we're talking about. I just wanted to give people some flavor when you're renting in the Hamptons, right? This isn't this isn't somebody looking to spend five grand on a rental. No, they're, they're spending fifty thousand. Wow! Yeah, that's uh, that's incredible. You know, that's in, that's incredible, Joe. And uh, that price on the Gold Eagle—that was a different site. That was some other site selling for twenty-two eighty. 
the U.S. Mint doesn't have them for it. It says to be determined. And uh, if you want to prove Gold Eagle from the Mint, it's $2,700, Joe. It's, you yeah. know, I don't go to that site very often, but, man, wow. 800 $20 gold pieces today at, at twenty one seventy five. Uh, as uh, there, there's no let up here. Inflation is so, so far out of control. I hate to think what the inflation numbers are going to look like this summer. You know, and the Fed and all the all the crap and games that they play with the numbers. Uh, it's going to be absolutely devastating. How about this? I don't know. You know, Jason talked about Apple. I didn't hear that. That's shocking to me. Microsoft saying that they're cutting guidance and saying that sales are going to be much softer than anticipated. I remember they got the, all of the fang getting taken to taken to the woodshed here. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here. Twenty dollar gold. Twenty one seventy five. Tomorrow we're going to have a silver spectacular sale uh, for those of you wanting to get into the silver markets. By the way, silver, Jason. There is none. Uh, I'm getting reports uh, that the U.S. Mint is minting less than a million ounces of silver a month because there is no silver. Uh, I, I'm hearing companies uh, that that make rounds in bars saying that they can't get any uh, bars, uh, you know, the Comex bars, delivery bars, to make any products. Yeah, I was, uh, you know, looking at the U.S. Mint site like I, I was talking in the last segment. and uh, I love price to be determined. That's a great one. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, the, the one part of the U.S. government that's profitable, there is there is one. One section of the U.S. government is profitable, and it's the Mint, the U.S. Mint. And uh, we, we have these uh, half-empty cup of Joe coins. We actually overstrike on U.S. Silver Eagles. And uh, it, it's cool for the radio station. It helps the radio station. And they're seventy-five bucks. We only have like a dozen or so left of these coins. You know, the, the pure blood coins. Well, you can get a silver eagle from the U.S. Mint for sixty-seven dollars if you want. Nice uncirculated silver eagle. I mean, if, if you want, you can just get that. I mean, uh, the deals that we have here are astounding. And you talk about the silver shortages, Joe. And I, I really wanted to hit it tomorrow. I, I, to tell you the truth, you guys should be buying gold right now because we have a gold special. You should be hitting. But yeah, you're right. I, uh, I was talking to Joe this morning, and I said, you know, I, I was watching several. Guys that are closer to the markets, uh, the silver market, they, they, they delve with all kinds of different products. And uh, they said there's no silver. Uh, there's not a single silver maker. I'm talking independent mints. There's a lot of mints all over the, the country that mint their own silver bars. Silver, oh, yeah, silver there's rounds. dozens of them. Ton, yeah. Tons of them out there. And, and uh, nobody, nobody is minting. Nobody is running their mints. Nobody is actually producing. Now, maybe the U.S. Mint is minting silver eagles, but they're going somewhere else. You know, They're not going into our hands. They're not going into the average citizens hands so there's there's no silver being minted these these prices are ludicrous because the big buyers are buying it up while it's cheap and then when things crash you know, then they'll sell it to you when gold's four thousand right joe and silver's at uh, 50 yeah. bucks right yeah here's another some more economic data honda u.s may auto sales down 57 percent toyota down 27 percent 
Mazda, US, these are all U.S. sales, down 64%. Nissan, uh, down 29%. Ford, uh, they were the best of the group. They were only down 5%, but they said it was because uh, they got a bunch of orders for their, that new electric Mustang. Yep. Uh, and the electric, uh, I want to say it was an F-150, uh, but, but again, housing's down, auto's down, right? We're starting, Microsoft comes out and says, hey, listen, yeah, we're, we gotta cut guidance. Uh, and, again, you know, Jamie Dimon, this is a hurricane, this is a super hurricane, that's my fears, Jason. Yeah, um, Michael Burry sold all of his Apple stock when he made his announcement that Apple's going to do very, very badly. He's not saying absolutely bankruptcy. He's he's kind of just kind of hinting that it's a possibility. You know, Bear Stearns and Lehman Brothers, people didn't think that was going to uh, go upside down. Uh, Bill Bill Gates, well, you know, Microsoft, you Bill Gates is selling his stock. Over $1,000, right? I yep. mean. Yep. Well, Bill Gates is selling his stock, too. Bill Gates is selling his stock, Joe, and he's buying farmland. What is this telling the average person out there when we're saying buy gold? I mean, not the average guy is going to go out there and buy a piece of farmland. I, I, I don't understand. When, when you have all of the credit unions and banks writing a letter to Congress saying, hey, this Fed coin is going to destroy us, and, and here's, the, here's the reality. You know what's really going to destroy them? All the loans that are on their balance sheet that are getting ready to go bust. It's going to destroy them. And then with Fed coin, they're going to say there's no reason to even have them.